Welcome back to How We'd Book It, the best and newest podcast in the world of professional wrestling, right here on the Push Start Media Network, where you can't do anything in life unless you push start. And with me today, the CEO of the Push Start Media Network and my good friend, Christian Ham. Oh yes, it's your boy, C. Ham. You already know you can't spell champion without it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for thank you for inviting me. Thank you for the ambiance. Double Christians in the chat. Double C's. Hell yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah, it, it's it's good to have you on because honestly, since the show started, we haven't had you on. We had we've had Caddy, but but we haven't had you yet. And today is a very good episode to have you on because I I know you're a WWE fan, not so much now as you used to be, you know. Most people True. are like that, but uh, with the releases that happened a couple days ago, about a week ago now, I thought I thought it'd be the perfect time to talk about one of the best wrestlers to get released and one of the best wrestlers to get fucked by the WWE system, and I'm talking about Keith, not Bearcat Lee. Oh my God, Bearcat Lee! If I never hear that name again, I'll be happy. Did Did, did you actually see on Instagram where someone commented on his uh, picture and was like, "Y'all do know the Bearcat idea or the Bearcat gimmick was his idea?" And he's like, it "The was, fuck, it wasn't." Yeah, it was not his idea. Like, Hell no! They just They just made him sell it as if it was. And he's like, "That That's the dumbest fucking shit." Where he's like, now that I'm out of here, you're not going to put that bullshit on me. No way. You ain't going to put that one on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> that was you, Vince. That was you. That sounds like a Vince McMahon idea. Oh, let's take someone's gimmick from like 20 years ago and put it on someone new, even though they have their own established gimmick that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then let's change his entrance music, even though he had the best entrance music in NXT. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. I was vibing out to that. Gonna be a, this is going to be a conundrum. This it's going to be a conundrum. I can tell. Can you can you imagine the, uh, the the scenario where Vince McMahon is in the in the creative? He's like, that's good shit. Good mm-hmm. shit. Bearcat. He's just like a bear. Mm-hmm. Of course. Vince McMahon loves big, sweaty men. And the more personified their sweaty manness, the better for him. I I forgot what I was watching, but that reminds me. I, I was Snapchatting this girl while uh, a little not sober and i took a picture of uh the the screen and it was me watching wrestling and i'm like i wa- i like watching big meaty men slapping meat and she goes i like watching porn too and i'm like whoa 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 oh that's not the connection i was trying to make my girl i was like yo chill out that's not what i was talking about but i mean big meaty men you know keith keith is a big meaty guy that no he's a big body for sure And that's the thing that annoys me the most is not many men move in the way that he does. And for him to be treated in the fashion that he was just blows my fucking mind. Just like, uh, here we have greatness here. Yeah. Bask in the glory. Yeah. I I loved everything about his, his gimmick and the way he brought it forth. It's just like, I don't think he was given enough opportunity to shine. No, I, I totally agree with you. I think that NXT, he did right just because triple H was, you know, the one he's just great at booking. He's just great at booking. Yeah, yeah. He's as much as some people are like, man, Triple H, like he he's honestly just as good as booking, if not better, than Tony Khan. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. And like the reason 
some of the stuff didn't succeed because he he's not sole. Well, his owner. position changed in like the last two years. He's not like in control of uh, creative anymore, and he's not control of talent creations uh, either. No, he's not. He's um, honestly. With the way this is going, I see WWE selling. I do with all yeah. the releases, and you know mm-hmm. we could we could eventually see. Oh, Paul Levesque is all elite. Like, is it liable mm. to happen? Maybe, but I mean, it's a possibility huh? right now because if Disney buys it, you think he's gonna want to work for Disney or something? Maybe, perhaps. I uh, the way things have been going lately, I wouldn't say that he would be the happiest camper, but he probably would bite the bullet. Cause I don't see him working elsewhere. No, I don't either. Yeah, but, um, it just it just be that's too much of a power and a force to move to another company. Yeah, and tr- uh, he would not have the control he does in uh, AEW if he went to or if yeah, he went he, to AEW. He would have to basically start his own promotion or something similar. Yeah, take a take a promotion that's like struggling and revive it. Ring from of upstairs. Honor. Yeah, I mean, something. I could see him doing something like that. Buying up Ring of Honor and then are are, are we doing a, a future episode booking Triple H leaving WWE? And uh, we might. That might that go? might plant the seeds. You no, know, where he's gonna go as a GM kind of thing. Yeah, because I mean, I, mean I, I don't love Triple H as a, a wrestler. We all know this, but his mind for the business is one of the most elite there is. Hmm. Hmm. Elite. Aha. Uh-huh. I see what you're doing, but we're not talking about <laughs> Triple H today. Maybe, maybe that's a future episode, like you said. But today we're talking about the big man, Keith Lee. Let's get a little bit of backstory on him. Keith Lee was born okay. November 8th, 1984. He has the same birthday I do. Nice. He's 11 years older than me. And so it seems like he started training from 2005 to 2015. That's a weird time to start training. I didn't know he was on the indies that long. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, that sounds pretty accurate. Mm, I don't know because would he? I feel like he would have blown up before them. But anyways, it says he was in Ring of Honor from 2015 to 2017. I know he wrestled in Pro Wrestling Guerrilla as well, where he put on a great uh, match with Hangman that I watched earlier. But mm-hmm. overall, he was tearing down the Indies when he went to WWE in 2018, where he went to NXT, and he had some pretty notable feuds. He appeared at Survivor Series one year with Team NXT. He uh. I think the biggest thing we have to talk about is the fact that he won not one, but two belts at the same time. The NXT the North American Championship, and he beat Adam Cole for the NXT Championship, which mm-hmm. uh, was, I don't remember exactly how long Adam Cole had been champion, but it was a very long time as well, over a year. Yeah, it was one of the longest reigns in NXT history, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then... He lost it to Karrion Cross, which brings us to the fact that he <laughs> went up to the main roster and really ain't do shit. You know, he had that little stint where he was about to be U.S. champion, and then he had that, the medical issues and came back and faced the current WWE champion at the time, Bobby Lashley, and then got diagnosed with COVID-19 and then came back and just got squashed completely. Yep. It was Then got nerfed immediately. Yeah, and then and then they start they just started doing this uh Bearcat Lee character. What the Worst fuck was idea that? Ever. What I don't even know. This is listen. I think WWE always has an idea of who's expendable way before they become expendable or at least by our knowledge to them. And I feel like they were already trying to tarnish his 
his stock before the releases even occurred. Yo, I I could definitely see that. Be like, yo, we're gonna release him. We don't we don't care about him. Let's uh, let's make it look so he's not a credible threat if he goes anywhere else. Exactly. Because they tried when to, he was in NXT. He was. They trying to did that a little bit with Brian Danielson before he left, but it didn't. It really didn't work. Nah, nah. I mean, I don't know. Brian Danielson, his last match, he had Roman Reigns tapping out, so it's like it, it didn't hurt him that much because they felt like he was gonna come back. Yeah. Well. That was like before. What? What about before the Roman feud? Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, he was uh, not doing shit. I think the he only got the Roman feud as a result of them being scared he was going to leave. Yeah, and then and he so, ended up leaving. Anyway, and he was like, so "All right, like, I'm peacing out anyway." Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to show you that I can stump your top guy, and then I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah, WWE has a uh, has a bad habit of fucking people up. Okay, let's yeah. let's go down the list. Adam Cole left. Because mm-hmm. he was scared that they were going to put him on the main roster, make him cut his hair, and, and change, change his, name. his name, and make him become somebody's manager. Mm-hmm. You, you trying to fuck up Adam Cole? You fucked mm-hmm. up. It was going to be Cross. Keith Lee's manager. Weird enough, that was his whose manager he's going to be. Keith yeah. Lee's. Yeah, Keith Lee, and it, <laughs> stupid, dumb. Two of the top uh, young stars in wrestling. You're going to shove them together yeah, for it, what reason? It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. But. Like, WWE has a habit of fucking people up. Not Triple H, not, well, NXT before it became NXT 2.0. But how do you fuck up Keith Lee? He is the size of Brock Lesnar. He's a big dude, but he can move like a cruiserweight. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) He he can do big man stuff. History repeats itself. They've precedented this before. They did the same thing with Kevin Owens. Yeah, but at least Kevin Owens had a decent run in WWE with the Universal title. Like, he's he's won championship. Keith Lee, like, it, it took a while for Kevin Owens to get there. It was immediate with Keith Lee. And that's... Well, I mean, well, in NXT, it was immediate. In the main roster, it was like, it, it was still that slow, yeah. sputtering yeah, yeah, speed yeah. that he was going at. No, I agree. And it's just... So... Keith Lee was released from his contract on November 4th. And if you know the show, how we'd book it, if you listen before, you know what we do on here. But if not, this is where we take control of the bookings. And if we were Keith Lee, where would we, where would we put? We, I can't speak today. Where, English. where, English where would we put English motherfucker? Do you speak it? No. <laughs> so no, we're going to take I'm, control, say where we would like to see Keith Lee end up and who we would like to see him against. Now, mm-hmm. I, now since I'm the host of the show, I'm going to let, Christian, other Christian, go first. Where would you like to see Keith Bearcat Lee? I'm not not Bearcat Lee. Well, I mean, I I, I wrestled a couple things in my head, and I'm just gonna let you know out of the gate, AEW is not an option for me, for two reasons. At least, at least not now, I should say, because their promotion is too top heavy. They have a lot of really really good high level stars, and they don't have a need for a Keith Lee right now. He, I would be worried that he would. Um, just struggle in obscurity while he was there because they don't really have a program that they can throw him in immediately because all of their really good talent are already engaging in other good storylines. So like they would either have to pull somebody off an already engaging storyline or link them up with somebody who's really not doing anything right now. And I don't think that would work well for him either way. No, I agree with you. I think there's too many people in AEW right now to where they need mm-hmm. to, they they have a solid roster and they need to stop bringing people over. Like, if yeah. it makes sense, need to bring chill him for over. A minute. 
yeah, they need to settle down for a minute. Like there's still a couple people that I would say would really make sense if they booked them right now, but Keith Lee isn't one of them. And I don't, to be honest with you, I don't think Keith Lee should go to one specific, uh, location. Do you think he should work the indies or do you think he should like freelance? He should work the indies, but with a very specific protocol. Uh, It's remind, it reminds me of one person in particular who had a, a a stint like this immediately after they left WWE, because I felt like this person also was um, tarnished and diminished so poorly in WWE that he had to do something to raise his stock back up in order for people to care about his matches again. And I think that's the place that Keith Lee is in. He has to get people to care again because WWE has like shitted on him for such an extended period of time. He doesn't really have much stock And the, and it's only really like people like us that are like true wrestling fans, like the marks that really understand like what he has to offer. So I think he should have a stint kind of like Cody Rhodes had after he left WWE. Where, where he, he rebuilt was like, himself? Yeah, where he rebuilt himself, where he made a list of like, he doesn't have to do it the same way, like make a list of people that I want to specifically fight. But I think he should go from territory to territory fighting the best guy or the guys at the topper echelon of whatever that that promotion is. Give him a good show. Go to the next promotion. Find a guy in the topper echelon of their card. Give them a good show. And then get to a point where maybe AEW or Impact are really like calming down with the storylines that they have currently active. And then I would give him an opportunity to come in there when there's something fresh and new available. So I think he needs to go on like a little wrestling tour and like get his stock back up, get people interested in the Keith Lee product again. And then just I think mentally himself, he's going to have to work himself back into that confidence that we're used to seeing as well, because, you know, working for one of the top companies and then just being released swiftly, I can imagine it has to do something on you mentally as well. Oh, no, I, I totally agree. I think that uh, it's messing with his head right now. That's like, oh, well, what the fuck? You know, I, I did everything yeah. they asked from the bullshit game. Literally to did everything. And, and it, it just doesn't make sense. Like he, he was <laughs> he you think he'd be a guy that Vince would be like, oh, he's good. And, you Absolutely. know, you know, I'm just I'm just saying, like, he could have been one of the top stars in wwe truth easily he had he had he had all the layers that you need you're a a top speaker on the mic you're great in the the mic he's he's amazing on the mic i don't feel like he gets enough credit for his mic work he's really established on the mic it's just very articulate with his words that's what it is you always understand where he's going what is what his point he's trying to get across and what i enjoy is that he's a larger fellow that doesn't need to use force to get you to understand and feel the impact of what he's trying to say it's usually when it's a big man it's like oh i'm going to i'm going to outstrength you i'm going to no he's really smooth really casual and he's just like I'm going to fuck you up. Kind you know, of when he's about to hit the ropes and pauses for a second and then goes dude yeah. i love that shit the, the level of athleticism that takes for someone his size, like it, it can't really be overlooked. It's like once in a generation kind of athleticism. So it's like, yeah, for someone a lot to be 350 pounds and be able to do a moonsault or move the yeah. way he does. It's just unheard of. It, it, it's it's insane. But I totally agree with you. I don't think he should go to AEW right now. Mm-hmm. Who, who would be some of the opponents you'd want to see him against? Now, I definitely even though I don't want him to go to AEW right now, AEW has the majority of the people that I would love to see him face. I would love to see him in about with another bout with Adam Cole. Baby. 
not based on, you know, the fucking WWE parameters of things, because let's just be frank about it. WWE booking is different than everywhere else's booking as far as what they let their wrestlers do. And I want to see a Keith Lee and Adam Cole, baby, match when they're just letting it all fucking hang out. That's what I need to see. Like, because the WWE match was good. And I can imagine what they would have to offer outside of the parameters of the limits of moves or the time restraints or spots that you're specifically supposed to hit. I'm, I'm sure there would be a lot more entertaining than that. But um, I also want to see him go up against somebody that's an impact. That's one of my favorite guys right now. I want to see him fight Chris Bay. Chris, Dude, Bay? Chris Bay is amazing. Yo. I love him in the bull. Yo, can you imagine if Keith Lee love joined Chris the bullet club though? Bro, I love the idea of that so much. Like I, I just want to see him. I really want I want to see him land an impact. I think he has more of a place there and he could Big really fish in a small benefit pond the company. kind of scenario. Yeah, he could truly benefit the company where he's a, a, a household name enough that is going to draw way more eyes to the product than they currently are. And they they need that because I don't want anything bad to happen to impact because they have a really good product right now. Like I'm very, very interested solid. in watching their product. Like what Eric Young has been doing since he went there, Rich Swan, like everyone has been Fucking really, really Moose, perfect. bro. Moose, Sammy Callahan, I love him as well. Like, dude, just all the stuff that they're doing over there at Impact, Yo, it's, Jordan it's Grace. solid work. Yes, come on, man. Solid work. But Chris Bay is my favorite at Impact right now. Like, I, I tell people about him all the time. He's the future. Yeah, oh, no, doubt. I would love he, to see he, those two. I would love to see those two feud. So, so my thing is, I would love to him to go to Impact, right? Just listen. Yeah. But he is the fucking definition of what an X division wrestler could be. He is. He could he dominate that whole division. Remember when Samoa Joe had the belt? He is the same exact Thank way. Big you. guy doing not big man Just doing stuff. not big guy shit. Yeah, dude, you're absolutely right. Like when I see Keith Lee, that's what I envision. Like a very similar vein of like Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens. Like they're all in that same area of like they can do anything ridiculously athletic big dudes like mm -hmm. why are you this athletic it makes no sense no so i really would like to see keith lee go to impact within yeah. his first month win the x division title hold that bitch until it's like all right do you want to challenge for the world title he'll be like yep and then just destroy the world champion dude take i'm here for that i'm here for that like i feel like he needs a slow roll approach like that whereas like I fear that he's such a star as well with with his position when they would put him to AEW that they wouldn't let him build up again. They would just like thrust him into like almost main event light again. And I don't think he needs that right now. I think he needs to slow roll his way into showing his ability once again and gaining that confidence at the same time. So like either going on a little tour like Cody Rhodes did or going to impact and developing a couple storylines, getting that X division, like you said, and just hanging on to it, creating some good storylines, finding some nice feuds to land into. It's just like, I could see him. I, I could see him facing the walking weapon. Yeah. As well. Josh right. Alexander, of course. Come on, dude. This, I, there's so much good booking that could happen for him at impact. Okay. So I'm looking at the roster right now and it's a who's who of who I'd want to see him face, you know, ace fucking Austin. Oh my God! Great in the ring, good up and comer, but could put on a good match with Keith Lee. But to be fair, Keith Lee can put on a good match with anybody. And the veteran, though, the guy who's held the X Division title more than anybody else, Chris Saban. Saban, yeah, oh yeah, oh yes, oh yes. 
They Book can, it, they can tear it, it down. Take my money. Eddie me. Edwards. Any of them. Like, there's so many. I mean, like, I didn't. Just when, take, when did just the fuck did the they put ho- Hikaleo on the Impact Wrestling uh, uh, roster? The fuck? <laughs> I know he was in New Japan, but I'm like, bro, what? Yeah, because I I, I want to see him fight a couple people in New Japan as well. That's why I want him to go on a little tour. I want to see him face, you know, some Rocky Romero action. I want to see him go up against. Yo, Will Ospreay. Yeah, some Will Ospreay. I really want to see him fight Murder Grandpa, though, because I've never seen Keith Lee in that style of fight where, like, someone's just, like, trying to brawl the shit out of him. And I want to see that. I want to see him really like fighting somebody like that, where he's going to have to use, where it's going to be odd, where he's not trying to use his strength. He's trying to like use his quickness. Yeah. Like I need to see some of that. No, I agree. I think it would be cool for him to face somebody like, um, what's his name? Uh, W Morrissey. Yeah. Because he's bigger than him. It's like, okay, that's the first time. I mean, I think Keith Lee could outpower him, but he can't outsize him. Mm Mm-mm. I want to see him use his quicks instead of like, that would be so unorthodox using the big man fighting another big man, but he's using his out quicking. I would love to see that. No, I, I agree. And I think, I think we'd be insult. We'd be insulting TNA impact to not mention their X division champion right now. He can, mm-hmm. t- he could tear the house down with Trey Miguel. Oh, facts certified facts. Like that's a, that's a five-star match waiting to happen. No, it, it is, and I th- I think we're both agreeing that Impact should be his main home, but he should go to New Japan, you know, make an mm-hmm. appearance on other other TV shows. I would say Ring of Honor, but, <laughs> you know. Right, you know, you don't know what's going on with them there up in the air. No, and I mean, maybe he could, like, cross over to AEW and, you know, do a champion versus champion match, Impact Wrestling X Division champion versus TNT champion. He would fucking destroy Sammy Guevara. I love Sammy, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, he true. would destroy them, but I think... Eventually, he does I want need to, to fight Miro too. Of course, Miro I, I, is the. If you ask me, number Miro is the number one gimmick on TV right now. Oh, dude, it's so fucking believable. Oh my god, <laughs> my favorite thing is when he's talking about God, and then he's like, "And my hot wife." Yo, he's so great, <laughs> dude. When, so that's that's the sense. thing, though. That's the thing. So good. When when these wrestlers are allowed to do what they want. Mm-hmm. And allowed to be themselves, they're fucking fantastic. Nobody liked Rusev except when it was Rusev Day. Dude, no one cared about Eddie Kingston, but look at him now. He's one of the top stars, and everybody's excited for that match between him and CM Punk because they let Kingston be Kingston. Yep, it's going to be great. They're going to steal the show, and I feel like that's what's missing from WWE more than anything. Like, I tell people this all the time. It's not that I'm I'm constantly trying to criticize them. It's just I've been watching wrestling for so long. Like, I'm 33 years old now. I watched my first wrestling match at the age of five. So, like... I treat this business like I'm a part of it because it's important to me. I got to watch it. I want my kids to watch it in the future. So that means we got to preserve the superstars that are important now so they have a future to watch. Like, yeah. So like when you see somebody like Keith Lee being treated in the manner that he is, when he's ex- ex- as exceptional as he is, it just doesn't make sense to me. It just blows no, it my does, mind. It, it, it really doesn't. For the fact that he's so good and he could be a yeah. world champion in any promotion. And I, I like I, I get it. it sucks being released like that's mm-hmm. like a slap in the face. But this is going to be the best thing that has ever happened to him. This is great for him. Like the only the only thing that I regret about him being released is that he didn't take Ricochet with him. No, that's fair. Fair point. I mean, he took Karrion right. Cross with him. 
Karrion Cross, I'm so happy for him getting released because 24 hours after he was released, he dropped a vignette on YouTube. I was like, yes, yes, Karrion Cross. This is how That's it's how done. You do it. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, you motherfuckers want to release me? Here we go. Yeah, and it's exactly what you know. This is this is a great thing for the wrestlers. They they're good. Yes, they they can be themselves, and you know, they need that. The forbidden door is open, so no matter where they choose to go, there's always other options. Whether hey, I signed with Impact, let me go wrestle in New Japan, or I signed with New Japan, let me go wrestle in AEW for a minute. You know, mm-hmm. there's always options, and then there's always indie indie shows happening. So yes. with Keith Lee. He could wrestle anybody, and he's going to put on a great match. Like you nope, said, nope, though, nope. he does need to rebuild himself, and that's why I am I really think he needs to go take the X Division title. Because as good mm-hmm. as the title is, and yes, it was the main focus of Impact for a very long time, it is a builder title. Yep. You need somebody, to, and you need somebody there that the fans are going to give a shit about. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the appropriate time to have someone in his scenario be in that position. Yep. Like he's just coming off being treated like, Nothing. Here we go. Let's take this title and bring it to the prestige it needs to be treated as. It's like, let's do it, bro. Now, yeah. if, if you had to choose one person, just one person, though, that mm-hmm. Keith Lee would be going against, one match, one dream match, Keith Lee versus who? I need to see Keith Lee versus Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is the number one wrestler documented here. I'm looking right in the cam- camera. Kenny Omega is the number one wrestler in the universe, okay? All right? It was place, the universal champion. Second place is Seth Rollins. Third place is Brian Danson. But yes. But yes, I need to see him fight Keith Lee because specifically, I love when Kenny has to fight bigger guys. He, he has to work does, for it. Yes, he doesn't. And he does an exceptional job at making them look even better than they already are. Like with, with what he did, what he did with Moose. It, exactly what I was thinking, precisely what I was thinking. And I can only imagine not, not to take anything from Moose. Cause he's very talented. Mo- Moose is a big guy near, doing big guy things. Exactly. He's nowhere near the talented and athletic ability as Keith Lee. So I can only imagine what a match like those two would be like Free of WWE restraints of like limits and moves and things like that. I need to see Kenny and Keith Lee. I need to see that. The chains are off. That would that would definitely tear down the house. I don't want it now. I don't want it when his ninety days is up. For the, exactly for the simple fact, like we said, he needs to rebuild himself. He needs to Precisely. become that monster that he is. Not not Bearcat though. Not a Bearcat. Yep. He's Keith Motherfucking see, Lee. I need to see double NXT belt wielding Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. But on the indies doing way more vicious stuff than he was allowed to. Like, that's exactly what I need to see. And like you said, I need to see Kenny Omega versus Keith Lee, uh, you know, six to nine months from now. That's what I need to see. Yeah, once he's rebuilt. But I do think Keith Lee does need to be a face. It's not that I don't like him as a heel, but he's so much better as a face than he is as a heel. He's a natural face. It just makes sense with the way he love this guy. Mm-hmm. He's an easy guy to love, and he's like that lovable teddy bear dude. Like he's the perfect when you person for a face. When yes. you fuck with him, that's where shit gets real. It's like the all right, you brought you brought the claws out now. Stop messing with me, bro. <laughs> the bear claws. The bear <laughs> bear claw Lee instead of bear cat. Oh my god, that's gosh. what we need. We need bear claw. Jesus, that's the dumbest shit. But <laughs> I mean, I I have to agree. I think for me though, 
the biggest match I want to see him with. I really don't know. It's so I would like to see him against Okada. Ooh, that's nice. That would be a heavy hitter. Yeah, the Rainmaker. Extremely heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd that's that's one match I'd love to see. I'd love to see him go to New Japan. I know uh, yeah. Okada. Yo, expect him. I, I know this four, episode's coming way. out after Full Gear, but he might show up at Full Gear. That'd be amazing. That would be fucking amazing. Yeah. I'm so glad that he made all those people part of Chaos. Like, yeah, he's just like, hey, yo, bro, y'all want to be in Chaos? chaos. <laughs> Orange Cassie, like. You know, that's like my favorite thing is that Orange Cassidy is part of chaos. That, that gave me so much life. Dude, I, I'm so excited for Full Gear this weekend. But um, anything else you want to add to the Keith Lee episode before we head on out? Nah, dude, I just wish Keith Lee the best of luck, man. I know he's not really going to need it because he's a certified bona fide superstar, a once in a generation athlete at his size. So whoever gets him is going to be lucky to have him. And I just hope that they treat him much better than he has been so far. No, I, I totally agree with you. I think that – um, how do I want to word this? I think that he is a great talent. And, like, the the thing about wrestlers is a lot of kids look up to them, right? Mm-hmm. And in my – well, not my opinion. It's factual. There's not, like – there's not as many African-American wrestlers as there is, you know, other races. And I yeah. think that – Keith Lee could be that guy that a young African-American boy looks up to and be like, yo, I could be just like him. You know, you have Kofi, you have Xavier, you have Big E, but like right. they're not nearly as big as Keith Lee. Truth. And I think that like the kids that play football who are like, oh, I just play football. But then they see Keith Lee. They'll be like, yo, he does that shit. I can do that shit. So I think this is. I think they need to focus a major company around him. And I think yeah. that it's good that he's on the indies now or will be. And he has a lot of people with their eyes on him and people that look up to him. So I think he's going to succeed. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the only way he can't succeed is if some, someone is trying to specifically target him and stop him. Yeah. Like it's not going to be anything of his doing because that man is just a talent. So as long as he lands in the right area and has the right environment around him, He's going to succeed. He, he's he's going to be shot to the fucking moon. Yeah, as he should be. Oh, he should. He's he's the best. But, yeah. guys, this was our episode on Keith Lee. I want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me on any social media site, uh, it's mostly everywhere at Chris Ingram 335 also on YouTube at The Power Rangers Guy, and um, I don't know when this episode's released, but November 13th, I'm at a local wrestling show here in Richmond. November 20th, I am at a VA Comic-Con here in Richmond, which I'll have tables at both events. And the weekend after that, I will be at another local wrestling show. And I think I have a table at that. I don't know. But I have wrestling figures for sale. I just found Dang a Lance man. Archer. Yeah, come get your wrestling figs ASAP. Don't play. Please. I, I, I promise you the prices aren't that bad. Nah, good prices. Go ahead and snag them up. You won't find the prices like this, yeah. especially not online. Let me tell you something, brother. You need to come pick up these items right now. How could you say you're a wrestling fan without a Kenny Omega in your collection? Fucking tell him. Mm-hmm. And Christian, <laughs> where can they find you? Well, let's see. Me specifically, anything see ham mad good all together as one word. Um, If you want to find us on Twitch, that's twitch.tv slash pushstartmedianetwork. And for everything else, pushstartmedianetwork.com, pushstartmedianetwork.com. You guessed it, 
pushstartmedianetwork.com. There you go. I was so confused. I'm like, how is he saying that? But his mouth isn't moving. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Some secret sound bites over here. Oh, man, that's pretty <laughs> cool. I want to thank you so much for being on this episode. This was so much fun. Hell yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. Yep. Guys, make sure to stay tuned for the next episode. I don't know what the hell we're doing, but it's going to be fun. I'm thinking Dan Housen, maybe Warhorse, or Roman Reigns. I don't know, but we're going to let mm. you know how we'd book it. Guys, we are out. Oh, basking his glory. For he is limitless. You stay on